Welcome to You Are Divine with host Rachel Corpus. Life can be challenging at times. Your angels, guides, and loved ones are here to help you tap into the abundance, joy, and potential that are waiting for you. Let's find out what the universe has in store for you. You are divine. Now, here is Rachel Corpus. Good day, everyone. Welcome to You Are Divine. I get to be your host today. And every week that we gather together, let's remember that we are finding each other on purpose. I'm so thankful for the time that you're sharing with us. And so thankful for the time that I get to feel your energy. And let's just breathe together in and out deeply and be centered. So I'm an angel communicator, spiritual teacher, and psychic medium, and I don't work alone. I work with my collective, who are my guardian angels, God's legions of angels, my loved ones who have passed, and they come through to help me get information that is healing and hopeful for you. And... um, Today we're talking about magic and miracles all around us, in spite of trauma. So trauma is something that's shared by all souls. However, it's on a pretty wide spectrum. So we all define our trauma differently. I have trauma, you have trauma, and yet there's no time that I can say to you, I understand I can say, I understand my journey with trauma, and I can hold you up, and I can love you through it, but there's really no time that we can step into someone else's shoes and understand their journey fully, and yet how beautiful, because we're all connected, that we can learn from each other's experiences and live into how we can help each other, right, and how we can grow ourselves, So I'm going to ask you to take a moment to just breathe and center yourself. And perhaps centering yourself for you might mean just being cozy in your chair if you're laying in your bed, being really comfy, making sure you have a blanket. If you're driving, be safe. You can still be present with us and be present as you drive. And I'm going to ask you in a second to recall your own trauma, big or small, It's okay. I want you to recall your own trauma. Remember that in this time, the universe surrounds us in safety and love. And you are reminded that you are complete. Because today we're going to talk through experiencing trauma while still retaining control of our lives. So I invite you to step out of any victim thinking you have and step into a place of strength. I'd like to warn you that some of today's content might be triggering for those of you who are trauma survivors. So please listen as you feel you can, but don't push yourself to a place that you're not ready for. You know that this episode is live right now if you're listening to us, but also it's available wherever you get your podcasts. And the gift in that is you can listen bit by bit You can listen when you're ready, whether that's in a year or it's next week. Doesn't have to be right now unless you're ready for it. It is our promise that we will keep things positive and in divine light today 
and we will be holding you and your experiences in that same divine lighted space. Today, we're not just talking about how to thrive in spite of trauma. We're talking about noticing the magic and miracles that the universe has in store for all of us. We'll define magic not as card tricks or sleight of hand, but rather the possibilities, hope, and love that the universe says is for each and every one of us. And how is this possible? Because, my loves, you are divine, not just a human body, Not just in that coat you're wearing, but a divine soul that's everlasting in love and protection. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I welcome Melissa Devine, an intuitive holistic healer from Des Moines. As a child, Melissa was raised in a holistic home, so holistic health alternatives always seemed innate. She always had a strong sense of intuition and signs most people would cast off as coincidence. Does this sound like you? Do you cast off signs as coincidence? I think we all do sometimes. Um, But she knew it was more. At 25, Melissa experienced a trauma. She sought help of all sorts with no relief. She became a shell of the person and faded into a seven-year darkness. Melissa received energy reconstruction, listening to positive motivational podcasts. She went hiking, practiced mindful cooking, meditation, manifesting, setting healthy boundaries, gratitude, and learning positive self-talk. Woo, that's a big one. Melissa started to see the world with clarity. Everything she'd been through was a very hard journey needed to reach her soul's purpose. She's here to meet people in the darkness because she knows what that feels like for her and show them the way to the light. Welcome, Melissa Devine. I can't hear. Go ahead. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, Melissa, you went through a very traumatic event a few years ago. Um, Do you feel comfortable sharing your story with our listeners? I'm excited to share my story with you today, Rachel. Um, The reason I'm really excited to share it is because we've all had a trauma, as you said. And a lot of us come from a standpoint of being a victim. And today I get to share my story as someone who's overcome that trauma. So I'm very excited about that. And that's real. I mean, your your trauma is significant. I mean, we like I said in the beginning, trauma has a wide spectrum, right? Where we um, some people's trauma might be minor to others. Yours is significant. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I want to make sure that everybody understands that I am able to relate to them on a multitude of levels after everything I've gone through. So my trauma actually was a seven year period of darkness, as you said. Um, I started when I was 25. I am now 36. So this took place 11 years ago when um, I was kidnapped by someone that I did not know. I was held captive for over eight hours while I was beaten, tortured, and raped. And after eight hours, I was lucky enough to escape. But I think a lot of times that's when the real trauma begins after the trauma, quote unquote, Mm. that's when you have to repair yourself and who knows where to begin with that. Mm. That's the hard part. So for two years, I actively searched for help. Anyone that could help me, I wanted to, to follow their lead. I went to life coaches and healers, counselors and churches, um, everything that I thought I could do. 
But I continued to spiral. And after about two years of not finding any relief, I really just came to a darkness, a place that this is where I'm going to be. And with that, I know a lot of people can relate to this. I started having a lot of mental health issues. So I really spiraled through OCD, anxiety, depression, PTSD, angoraphobia, panic attacks, eating disorders, jumping into abusive relationships. Really everything you can you can think of that's bad, mm-hmm. I spiraled through. Um, I lived out of a place of fear for many years. And fear is a very powerful hold. Yes, it is. It's terrible. And so that fear, of course, led me to to quite a bit of drinking. You know, all of a sudden with liquid courage, you're not quite as afraid. But that brings on a whole host of another problems. And so as I drank, I sunk deeper and deeper. And I went in and out of the hospital somewhere around nine times for either suicide or self-mutilation. Um, I eventually could not keep up the facade outside of everything that was going on internally. I filed bankruptcy and I lost my business. And at that point, I really lost my identity. Mm. And that's really the true true trauma. After the trauma, who am I now? And so most of us actually actually will cling to that trauma, unfortunately, as our new identity. This is who I am, this is why I'm broken. And the best thing that we can do and what we're hoping to share with you today is to find your way out of being the victim. And how do we get to that place of overcoming? Yeah, because uh, seven years, when you describe seven years of darkness, that's significant. I mean, just think about sometimes when we're going through things, time can feel like a, a time warp, right? But think about all the birthdays you had and all the holidays and all of the things that transpired over those seven years. And when the rest of the world seemed to be moving around you, did it feel like you were, you were stuck? What did that, what did that seven years feel like to you? You know, that, that seven years went by very slow and very fast in the blink Mm -hmm. of an eye. Mm -hmm. I think it was I mean, it was horrible, but it was actually after I came out of the darkness where then I realized what I had lost. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Everybody else went off and bought houses and got married mm-hmm. and had babies. And, and I lost this significant time, yeah. you know, all of that stuff that I missed. So I think actually that's part of the journey, too, is when you decide or you find a way to, quote, unquote, heal now you're left with seeing all the destruction that was left in your path. Wow. Wow. Which is secondary trauma. Absolutely. Right. Um, And those of you who are listening, um, you might want to you might want to think about this story as it relates to you because I know a lot of you listening have had things happen to you and it's put you in a darkness that lasted quite a while. And for some of you, you may want to look up Eckhart Tolle's writing on the dark night of the soul. And, you know, without really digesting this and going into this, we can't figure out if this is a dark night of the soul from Melissa. This would, that would be her, that would be her decision. But for some of you where this sounds familiar as far as like, okay, was, was stuck here 
this felt like it went slow and fast at the same time. And then I came out of it. And, you know, we're about to talk about what happens after that. You might want to um, read some of that work, whether you Google it or you get the book, because that might be a very useful tool for you. So, Melissa, I got to thank you for for sharing that story, because that must be something that you carry with you all the time. It's in a compartment in your soul, right? It's become your data. Absolutely. And that's what is really hard, like I said, is almost moving out of this is who I am to this is a part of me. It built me. You know, one of the things that we do a lot is we hate these things that are horrible in our life. Mm -hmm. But you can't hate the things that shaped you and love yourself. Oh, that's profound. You know, right. It's not mine. Don't worry. I saw that <laughs> off somewhere. We accept, we accept the gift of that wisdom. That, that um, is absolutely profound. Because is. how many times do we have something that happened to us or a decision we made and we want to clear it out? We want to get rid of it. And we think that healing is getting over it so we don't think about it anymore. And perhaps that's not the right direction to go. Right. It's, it's, inf- it's allowing it to infuse itself into us in a way where we can use it as a tool it's part of our knowing but it is not our full identity right and man you have done a miraculous admirable job working on that and I know you're still working on it this will be a lifelong uh, journey for you amazing could you tell you listed some pretty um, cool things you said about your tools for recovery and a lot of people listening are, if they're trying to get out of something, they're probably wondering, okay, what were those things? Can you go in depth in a couple of those, how they helped you, and just talk to us more about your tools? Absolutely. Um, and I try to share this with people all the time, um, but everything comes to you at the right time and you accept what you need at the right time. And that's really important to understand that everybody's on their own timeline of healing. But for me, what I did was I had really just had enough. And through all the suicide attempts and everything else, you think that would have been enough, but it wasn't. Hmm. It took seven years of me realizing what I'd missed to say, okay, I'm done. How am I going to change this? And what I did was I took a little three-day vacation and I went out into nature and I thought that was my, that was it. I was going to come home healed. I had walked Hmm. the beaches for days and the hiking and it was beautiful and profound and I came home. And the thing was, is that I came home and I went back to my first day of work and I was all hyped up. I'm this new Melissa. And um, I had a couple of negative clients all in a row. And I went in the bathroom and cried. And I thought, I can't do this. I can't do this. What's my next answer? Because I thought my little trip to Florida, my three days, I thought that was my answer. Yeah. Um, and so when I got home that night, by no coincidence, as nothing ever is, I turned on my Netflix. My TV was my best friend at that time. <laughs> and I turned on Netflix and I saw the documentary was on there called The Secret. Ah. And I had heard about this in my 20s. I had talked about it a little bit, but never really delved into it. And I saw that was on there and I felt the instinct to hit play. And that was the thing that changed my life. It truly brought my momentum. So for you that don't know, The Secret is an um, in-depth look at the law of attraction. The law of attraction being the vibrations that you put out are the vibrations that you get back. Ooh, say that again. The vibrations that you put out 
are the vibrations that you get back. Oh, I love it. What you put out, you get back, right? Absolutely. And people yeah. think of that as in lines of karma and all this stuff. And, and really, you can look at it on a scientific, metaphysical level. There's all different levels the more you study it. But the truth is, just think about it. When you smile at someone, they almost always smile back. Yeah. You know, you're rude to somebody they're rude back Mm -hmm. it's just very on the simplest level yes and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and so what I did was I watched the secret that night and everything rang true like I said I'd watched it in my 20s with no in nothing for me Mm -hmm. but tonight it rang true and so I started watching the secret and one thing that they had mentioned was a gratitude rock You put a rock in your pocket, and every time you touch it through the day, you stop and say something you're grateful for. And I made the rule that I could not repeat the same thing in 24 hours. And that was really hard for me because I hated my life. And so it became, I'm grateful I have shoes to wear. I'm grateful, well, over days and days and days. It became more of a mindset. You know, it slowly changed things. We don't change all at once. We don't get, quote unquote, fixed all at once. And so the other things that they mention are everything that you surround yourself with. So even those awesome podcasts that are all about like murder mystery, we all love those. (laughs) I had to get rid of them for the time being. I listened to things like Joel Osteen and Les Brown, Will Smith, Jim Carrey, um, the book Boundaries and You Are a Badass, I listen to only positive things. Hey, that's cool. I want to interrupt there because that's a that's a really good point because when we're hurting, sometimes we feel like we need to experience other people's hurt because it's comforting. And what you're saying is you couldn't have that in your energy sphere. You had to keep it all positive. Correct. And that was a decision because everything negative was my comfort zone. Ah, Because you knew it. Yes, very well. It was your friend or your faux friend. Correct, very much. And so when I decided to change, I literally decided to change everything. Mm. And so there was no more of that. It was all positive podcasts, comedies, the gratitude rock, um, getting out in nature. That was hard for me because I had to go out and hike alone. You know, but I made myself do it. And the nature is calming and grounding. It, it gives you a clarity. Um, and then I started unfollowing everything on Instagram and Facebook that was not positive. So when I scrolled my Instagram, all I saw was positive message after positive message after positive message. Um, and then I realized I needed to start delving into the boundaries and the self-talk, what I was doing every single day. And really, to quote unquote fix your life, you don't fix everything. You add one small positive thing at a time. And you add one small thing and one small thing and one small thing until you have a pile of big things, a pile of beautiful things. And that radiates through you and the kindness ripples out. And you replace the pile of shit. (laughs) Good word. (laughs) With a pile of beauty and life and things that were life-giving. Absolutely. Um, Melissa, we're going to take a little bit of a break. And when we get back, I want to hear what surprised you about this journey. Okay, I want you to share that with listeners. And before we head out, can you tell us where people can connect with you? Um, Absolutely. You can go to DivineSolutionsIowa.com. 
You can also go on my Facebook page to Divine Solutions. And that's D-E-V-I-N-E. Correct. So for those of you who haven't realized, my last name is Divine. So I'm divine on many levels. Yes, you are. So it is spelled (laughs) D-E-V-I-N-E. So you're going to go to DivineSolutionsIowa.com. You can go to Divine Solutions on Facebook or Divine Solutions Skincare Iowa on Instagram. Right. And I encourage you to do so because when I visit those places, I I realize that I'm seeing what Melissa does and also who Melissa is. And so if I know a lot of you, I can feel your energy really resonating with the story. And so that's a way that you can connect and keep up with Melissa and how she continues to help others. So when we get back, we're going to hear more from Melissa and come back to us, get a snack. And remember, you are divine. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is You Are Divine with your host, Rachel Corpus. We'd love to connect with you today by having you connect with the show. You may call in to the live show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect by email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, back to You Are Divine. Hi, welcome back. I'm Rachel Corpus, your host of You Are Divine on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And today we are talking about magic and miracles all around us in spite of trauma. If you listen to my shows before, you know that I don't work alone. I channel from my heavenly team who call themselves the collective. They're here with me today. Absolutely. They are my guardian angels, God's legions of angels, and my family who has crossed to come over and help me. And today I have another special guest, Melissa Devine, an intuitive holistic healer from Des Moines, who has bravely used her experience with trauma as fuel to heal herself and heal others. Darlings, those of you who 
talk to me and are wondering in your own hearts about your life purpose, I'm so glad you're listening to this show because part of the muck that we have to get through to discover our life purpose is realizing that we um, we can't get rid of or blow away or or com- or fold up or compartmentalize the stuff that we've gone through that guides us toward our purpose. And so Melissa is an expert in this because she's lived it. So Melissa, um, again, welcome. Thank you. And I would love to hear, you shared in the first segment ab- about your, um, the, the main trauma in your life, and I know there's been more, um, but you, you've shared the bulk of it. And so listeners, if you were not able to catch that first segment, I do want you to go back. This is your assignment. I want you to go back and listen to that because it'll make the rest of this even more meaningful for you. Um, Melissa, what has surprised you about this journey? Um, well, what really surprised me most, it took me very off guard once I actually started putting um, the law of attraction into um, work in my life was the realization that we all have these traumas and we all have these circumstances. But after seven years of living that, I started to realize that I was the creator and the cause Mm. of what had occurred in my life after the trauma that had happened was wrong it shouldn't have happened so on and so forth um but the next seven years or the last seven years that was me yeah and that was a pretty big surprise to realize and you stepped in not as victim anymore you shed that part away and you stepped in as creator manifester Right? Yes. Commander of law of attraction. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's say this goddess of law of attraction. And that's that's something that I, I do witness in you. Absolutely. Um, some people listening, when we talk about law of attraction, that is, that's a new thing to them. Can you go back and tell us a little bit more about what law of, tra- law of attraction means to you? Yeah. So law of attraction is huge in my life. And like I said, law of attraction is really the belief um, on a metaphysical level that everybody is made up of vibrations. Even um, the chairs we're sitting in, the voices that you're hearing, those are all just a, a pattern of vibrations. And you emit these vibrations off you and positive versus negative vibrations reach different um, levels basically and so when you put out a positive you have to be met with a positive vibration it comes back to you it comes back to you Mm -hmm. when you put out a negative vibration you're going to receive a negative back and the easiest way to really understand or explain this is think about a morning when you get up and you stub your toe and your whole day goes to hell. It's one thing after the next, after the next. That is the law of attraction in a negative way. But that is something that everybody can relate to. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And so that's kind of how it works. Is just you can build that negative and positive momentum. And you can also break a negative momentum at any time. Mm-hmm. And start shifting towards the positive. But that is, um, in a nutshell, what the law of attraction is. It, did you have any more questions about that? Well, I would just, that was perfectly explained. I love it. I love it. Um, those of you listening, you might be hearing, okay, law of attraction, that makes sense for me. But I work with a bunch of a-holes every day. How do I retain? 
maintain this law of attraction for myself amidst a toxic environment that say I work in or, or, or my family is toxic? How can we retain or work on that law of attraction? How can we utilize that when we're around people that don't feel supportive? That is an awesome question. So if you remember back in my story a little bit ago, I said I got home from Florida. I thought I was this new person and I had a string of negative clients. <laughs> and I went in the bathroom and cried and, yeah. and what am I going to do? And again, that is where I changed to a part of gratitude. And so this is all internal work. You can't change anybody else. And that's the most important thing you need to recognize. You also can't change if you go to work with people unless you want to quit your job. So how do we get that internal talk to to not take that on, to not be an empath and take on their negative energy? Um, and what I found myself was I had had a client who had said something really hurtful that first day. And in my head, I said, I am so grateful I would never treat anybody else like that. Mm. And so when you start seeing that negativity, instead of joining in or taking it on or being angry that you have to be around these people, you simply look internally and start looking at that gratitude. I'm so grateful that I know not to act like that. I'm so grateful that I'm not that person anymore because I once was. Mm -hmm. So that's really how I deal with circumstances outside of my control and outside of my internal self-talk oh, with gratitude. It's beautiful. Uh, remember that, people, when we ha- when we go home to spend um, time with you know friends that maybe you haven't seen them since high school and you're looking forward to seeing them, they may not have the same energy that you remember. Or you may go back to visit family and there may be a family member that is dealing with cancer or something. And so that energy has changed. You don't have to let go of your strength as a manifester, as a person who is in control of your own law of attraction. Listen to what Melissa is guiding you because it's it's really wonderful wisdom. Um, How can you experience what's around you and shift that in a way that says, okay, I'm grateful for this experience because it's teaching me and it's giving me a filter or a lens so I realize, hmm, that doesn't have to be me. I can choose differently because what you put out, you get back. Beautiful. So, so, Melissa, when we talk about um, manifesting, something that intrigues me about you is that you talk a lot about magic and miracles. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you have asked the universe for proof oh and you you get it you get it back (laughs) i do all the time i love it so i yeah i love this topic because um on my facebook and my instagram i post a lot of like look at what happened to me that's magical today and so as i see clients i have a lot of them say how come this always happens to you and not me or how can i make this happen for me Mm -hmm. and i always tell them it already does you're just not seeing it yeah um and so what magic is to me is really the synchronicities in life but the most important thing is those small synchronicities need to be met with gratitude because if there's a small synchronicity that you miss why are you going to be shown the big ones right you got to see you got to be grateful for the small ones first so when I started to change my mindset into a positive place one of the first things I started noticing was parking spots I got really good parking spots (laughs) and instead of just chalking it up to like oh there's my parking spot I would literally be like thank you Jesus thank you Um, and I would get the chills because I knew It was a sign. It was for me, right? 
And that just, once again, gratitude reciprocates. So when you are thankful for these small synchronicities and, and you literally stop to be grateful for them, they just start manifesting at such a rapid rate. And so I see this proof all the time. Um, one of the things that I get a lot of are feathers. Um, and so actually today, walking out the door to my house to come here, I was kind of nervous and I was like, oh golly, here we go. <laughs> and I looked down at my feet and there's a feather. Oh. And so I picked it up and brought it with me today for just a little comfort that they're here. And that's what that sign is. Yes. And uh, those of you who have um, done some angel channeling with me or some channeling of loved ones who have passed, uh, feathers are a traditional sign that you have heaven behind you, that the universe is behind you. And how how magical and wonderful to think that when Melissa receives one of those feathers, who's sending it? Of course, it's the universe. But whose love is behind that to say, we got you, baby. <laughs> you got this. And so what I'm hearing you say, Melissa, is that when you n- notice the little things first, mm-hmm. don't talk yourself out of it. Right. Because then the universe says, thank you for noticing, and here's more. Right. And that brings us into manifesting because when we notice something small that we've manifested, wow, then the universe says, all right, he or she's ready for more manifesting. So now what more can we do? And I I feel the joy of the universe when people are manifesting their their best lives, their purpose, manifesting things that they need. And they're seeing those, the law of attraction and those thoughts and those active practices coming to fruition. I can feel the universe laughing and smiling and rejoicing. And it must kind of be the same thing, right? Like notice what you have manifested mm-hmm. so you can notice the bigger things, right? Notice the little things first. Right. I always say it's like the small wins. So when you see the parking spot and you rejoice in that, you know, and then you see the next thing. Well, as far as manifesting, what that does is you start to gain a little bit of momentum because you start to say, okay, I'm not crazy. That was a little sign. Okay, that was a sign. And you start to build a little bit of just belief in yourself and belief in this process and you slowly like I said you get to um, get build that momentum and you get in tune and then from a law of per, uh, a law of attraction perspective you are now putting out a stronger vibration which means it starts coming at you faster oh amazing and then you receive you believe you see it again and again you think you think yeah absolutely lots of gratitude. gratitude yeah mm-hmm. and then it starts to repeat, you know, then yeah. the next thing manifests and manifest and manifest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me one time, with gratitude, does God or does the universe, does let's, let's use God as our source just for the sake of this conversation. Does God need us to thank God? And I don't really know the answer to that, but my answer was, well, why wouldn't we? And just looking at it energetically and growing our hearts and opening ourselves up to the possibility of more, why wouldn't we want to keep that? Because it's it opens up love and joy, and also it says to source, God, universe, I'm ready for more. Right. Gratitude is such an important part. And there are gratitude journals floating around out there. There are apps where you can be reminded to um, 
to notice your gratitude and speak it out louder in your head. That is such an important part of this process. I just love that. Um, can anyone experience magic? Everyone is already experiencing magic. Ooh. You know, that's the big thing is everybody has experienced magic. It's whether or not, again, you're choosing to notice, mm-hmm. you know. And so everybody experiences it. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yes, indeed. And so that's already built in we're Mm -hmm. having the spiritual experience we're ready for those signs and so this isn't just about you and your life but you help other people every day with this luckily I get to yes yes you get to how Mm -hmm. wonderful so how do you help your clients discover magic law of attraction manifesting how do you do that Okay, well, I do energy reconstruction, which is a healing modality um, similar to Reiki that, you know, is a little more well known. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that, when they come in, a lot of times people are really out of alignment. That's why they're coming for a healing. Mm -hmm. And so then when you're not in alignment, that's when you're going to miss you know, those little signs. What does it feel like if you're out of alignment? Well, being out of alignment is going to be more of either either extreme. So either um, I can't focus and I'm trying to multitask and I'm moving too fast or I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling depressed. Anything that is not in alignment is not joy. Because when you're in alignment, you're in joy. It doesn't mean every day is perfect. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you don't back up and hit the car behind you on accident, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. It is life, and we are human, and we all need grace. And that's important yes. to remember. But when you're in true alignment, overall, you are happy. Hmm. So when people come in to you to to utilize your wisdom and you help to help them heal, because I know you're a healer, but I know you're really big on how can you heal yourself? Like you you like to put it back on them. Am I right, right about that? Absolutely. So what's a typical session like? Okay, so um, I'm going to kind of break this down and let me know if I'm going too far, but I'm going to break it down from an educational standpoint. So with energy reconstruction, basically, we have positive and negative energy in us. And our positive energy is great because it makes you feel happy and joyful. But too much positive energy is actually going to make you feel manic and scattered. Mm. Negative energy can make you feel sad and depressed, but it is also grounding and calming and keeps your thoughts logical. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to do during this energy reconstruction healing is make sure that our positive and our negative energy is balanced. Now, everybody has chakras and these chakras pertain to different emotions and physical ailments that we are going through. And so what my gift is, my spiritual gift, is that I can actually almost like an empath, but on a stronger level, I can feel the positive and the negative energy and where that's at in your body. In the chakras. Correct. So if you haven't heard that word, it's C-H-A-K-R-A. Look that up. And there's lots of Google images. There's lots of articles you can read about chakras. Very, very important that I always feel like once you read about chakras, you think, how did I not know this? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so you work with people's chakras. Okay, yes. So um, what I do is I start, you are fully clothed, you are laying down, and what most people experience with me is once I start working on them, they go into a very like calm, peaceful, almost meditative state. Mm -hmm. A lot of people tend to see visions, their spirit guides, they tend to get a lot of their own answers. Mm. Um, And while they're getting their own answers and, and getting into a state of peace, I am going over their body, I am not touching you, I am just hovering over top, and I am feeling any negative blockage. The negative blockages can come from traumas, both big and small. It could be, depending on how sensitive you are, if I said, Rachel, I don't like your hair today, that Mm -hmm. could create a blockage if it really hurt your feelings. Absolutely. So what we do is when we have those blockages in there, your energy doesn't flow properly. And when it doesn't flow properly, you don't see with the clarity. You're not able to process the emotions as easily as you would. Mm -hmm. Or your body physically isn't able to get rid of a sickness as Mm -hmm. easily. Um, And so what we do to, to speak this up a little bit is we go ahead and I pull out the negative energy and when I pull out that negative energy there's then a hole that we need to fill with positive energy Now, again, this is a spiritual gift, so I'm able to pull and push out and move your energy around. Um, After we do every single chakra, at which point I am hearing, feeling, seeing things that I will, at the end of the session, let you know about. Um, We go ahead and we do both the front side and the back side. And then we expand your vibration and expand basically that field of vibration. Um, and then we, you sit up and we're going to talk. And I'm going to ask you first things first, Rachel, what did you experience? And usually you have a ton of answers that you've gotten on your own through spirit, through your spirit guides, through your own intuition. So you sit up and you kind of say, I realize this and this and this. And then I sit back and I kind of tell you, hey, this is where you were blocked and this is what this is related to. And once I get your feedback of that makes sense or this is why, then I do things a little bit differently, uh, something I've never received from any other healer. Not that it's not out there, but I've never come across it. I took healing in a a strategic approach. How are we going to help this be sustained? Because I can heal, quote unquote, your energy, and it's going to be great for two or three days. But if you mm-hmm. have the same internal talk, yes. you have the same boundary issues, it's you're going to slide right back You'll into who you are. You'll default right back, right? Correct. I hear that a lot from people who go to healing. healing. Yes. yes. Right. And that was what I had experienced over those years of yes. trying to heal myself. Great, I'm better for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we do is we come up with a homework assignment that you can agree um, is something that you could put into practice every day Mm -hmm. and something I agree would benefit the energy that I just saw. Um, And so just to give you guys an idea, that could be anything from um, listing something you're grateful for every day. You know, there's a multitude of things depending on what your negative blockages were. Um, So when we give you that homework, you get a little bit of relief from the energy work. Mm -hmm. You start to change your daily behaviors. And then you come back and you do another session. You get a little bit more time and a little bit more clarity. We get more homework and we build on the last month. And we just keep going until, again, healing being a process. We've changed the way you think. We change the way you talk to yourself. Um, We let you be you but in the brightest version of that. Your best self. Your best self. Resonating with higher self and divine. How beautiful. When we come back, we're going to ask Melissa to talk us through how to add positivity to our day, little by little, step by step. Remember, 
You are divine. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction, and that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is You Are Divine with your host, Rachel Corpus. We'd love to connect with you today by having you connect with the show. You may call in to the live show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect by email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, back to You Are Divine. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Rachel Corpus, your host on You Are Divine on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am an angel communicator, psychic medium, and spiritual teacher. And today, we are talking about magic and miracles all around us in spite of trauma. Today's guest is Melissa Divine, an intuitive holistic healer from Des Moines who has been, uh, who bravely uses her experiences with trauma as fuel to heal herself and to heal others. And as we get back together, um, let's just take a minute to revisit the, the last two sessions. So if you're just popping in with us, um, Melissa took some time to share a, a story that's very um, uh, significant in her life. And so I encourage you, if you miss that, to go to the replay. You can catch the replay on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, on the Voice America Empowerment channel, you can search up You Are Divine. Also, you can go to my website, rachelcorpus.com, and I would love it if you do that anyway, Mm -hmm. because I would love to get to know you. You can see a little bit about me and hear all of the recent um, episodes, all of the episodes, actually. Um, You Are are Divine. (laughs) Excuse me, bubba bubba da Come on, mouth, let's work. <laughs> um, when we went to break, I asked Melissa to come back and talk to us about how to add positivity to our day, little by little, step by step. So, Melissa, what's your answer for that? How can we do that? Well, one of the best things um, to start off was was a positive podcast or a positive book. 
I would actually, you have to keep that momentum going to keep that mind frame going. Because if you've been in a space of neutral or negative, um, your brain is so wired to that, that it takes a good at least month to create um, a positive mindset. It's kind of like changing your palate, it's right? It's changing, when, yes. When you're changing what you eat, it takes a while for your body to catch up. Correct. To not want the sugar. Yes. Or to not want, yes. And so that's the biggest thing is I would even go hide in the bathroom for just two minutes and play just a smidgen of that podcast mm-hmm. to keep that momentum going through the next client and then hide in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I'm not saying skip work, people, and get in trouble. That is not Melissa. Um, <laughs> but sometimes you just need to, you know, even on your break. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will actually, as you start to set that positive mindset, that really goes into the boundaries and the self-talk. Mm-hmm. And those are both really important things because they both are are so important to our mental health. I wonder as well, when you go, when you took those little breaks, I wonder if that also allowed you a few seconds to upload or get rid of any energy that was not yours. I'm sure. Because you as an empath, and many of you listening are are empaths, we feel people's stuff and we forget that we don't just feel it, but we keep it. Right. So I wonder if that was also Mm -hmm. part of it. Oh, I'm sure. Because then I went and I heard something positive and it like let that release that negativity. Yeah, absolutely. Upload, yeah. Um, So yeah, some of the things that you can do to really catch yourself with the self-talk, one of the biggest and easiest things is uh, we are programmed to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was late. Oh, I'm sorry I did this. Yeah, that's the biggest. It puts it puts shame and it puts negativity right into that conversation. Wow. And so one of the best things you can do and easiest things is instead of, oh my, please don't be late, by the way. But <laughs> if you are, um, instead of, you know, I'm sorry I'm late. Thank you for waiting for me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. changing all the little ways that we talk one at a time um, can really start to change your mind frame and then eventually the way you see yourself. How about, how would I change this statement? I I have to cook dinner. How could I change that so it's positive? I'm, um, you know, Joel Osteen books were my favorite and they really talk about how it is always you get to. Get to. You get to. And that is, it's different though when you say it versus when you feel it. Mm. And so again, you have to come from a place of gratitude. So if you are cooking for a family of three and it's exhausting and you've gotten home and you're like, I have to cook dinner for my three kids. Look at their faces and remember what you have because some people don't have that. Ah, you know, and so you stop and you look and you say, I get these three kids. They're a pain, but I get these three kids that <laughs> yeah. other people wished for. Yes. And you do that with everything. You know, I get to go to work, look at the people who are unemployed or homeless. Mm-hmm. I get to, I, I really, that was big. Like, I have a laundry machine. At one point, I couldn't afford a laundry machine. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, I get to do laundry in my new machine. Mm-hmm. Things like that every single day. I get to, not I have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then um, I was thinking too, as you're speaking, that I might have just lost it. Hold on. I think I just lost oh, but it. I, I've done that many times already. I'm glad I'm not alone. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Thanks, angels. So um, they're saying that when you're working on improving your self, your internal monologue, your self talk, they always pipe in and say, Take a cue from us. Um, talk to yourself the way we talk to you. Maybe um, find a term of endearment that works for for you. Beloved, good morning. Uh, 
sweetheart, you can do this. My love, you are supportive. Instead of just going right to, well, I was stupid. (laughs) Which energetically, I mean, even my voice got changed, right? But the angels have a really neat way of doing that. And it feels a little bit kooky weird when you do it at first. But boy, it really, once you get the hang of it, it's really, really wonderful. Well, you know, some of the oldest, like, little cliche sayings are my favorite because they are so true. That's why they're around. And so, you know, one thing they say is, look at yourself like a child. Mm. Would you talk to yourself the way you talk to a child? Wow. Absolutely not. Right. You know, right. we're all just doing our best here. Mm-hmm. And so, again, just saying to yourself, like, oh, my gosh, you were so cute today. Or you did yes. amazing look on that well radio show. <laughs> how well you did. Yes. And it's good to say to yourself, I'm proud of you. And even I, I heard a TED Talk once about body stuff. And the, I wish I could remember who it was. I love TED Talks. But um, the woman was talking about how she would be in meetings and her stomach would growl really loud and she'd get really embarrassed. And so she changed that from, oh, I'm so sorry, my stomach's making noise. She'd change it to, she'd say, good job, stomach. <laughs> yep. Good job, body. You're working hard. <laughs> and, and I try to do that as well. And some of this stuff feels like a little, it makes me giggle, but why not? Right. Absolutely. Why joy. not? Why not? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, we've had a chance to talk about the healing that you offer. And I know that you're based in the Des Moines area and we have listeners in Finland and Ireland and all over the United States. Um, I really want them to be able to be part of your work. So what's the best way that they can do that? How can they get to know you if they can't get to you for a session? Okay, well, um, so first things first, if you can get me in into me in a session. I am in Des Moines, Iowa, and you can book that online at divinesolutionsiowa.com. I always suggest that you book a 90-minute session to get going um, so that we can have all the time we need. Um, as far as for those further away, everything, you know, the universe works with everything. So just because you're far doesn't mean that I'm not going to be there to help. You know, pick up the phone, give me a call. The phone number is listed on the website, and we'll see what we can work out, whether that be something long distance healing Mm, Um, whether it be some life coaching there's always a solution and that's why the name of my business is divine solutions yeah be creative because you have not scripted everything you're going to do with your life right so maybe as people need you you can be in a place of saying yes absolutely life is always flowing yeah always flowing yes I, I love that very very much um so here's a question, and we've and we got to make this one quick because we're a little bit close to time, but what about people listening who think that, okay, my family member should be the one listening to this? What do you say to those people who think um, somebody else in their family needs this, but they might not be up for it? Um, I love this question because I, I get it all the time and I understand it. So basically... The most important thing, and this is for life in general, is remembering the day you plant the seed is not the day you bear the fruit. You don't plant a seed and a flower pops up the next day. So if you think that this is for them, you know, either share the podcast or just say, hey, I found this girl and then let it go. Just Mm -hmm. plant the seed when it is their idea. They're ready. They're ready to heal because healing is their responsibility. They will come to it. It doesn't mean you can't bring it up every once in a while, every week or two, but it's got to be their agenda, not yours. Mm -hmm. You know, so just plant that seed, let it take root. And if it's meant to be, they will find me. 
Right. Yes. And also that's angel work too. If you have a family member that you're really worried about and they're, it doesn't seem like they're listening to your guidance, talk to their angels. Just say, um, angels, can you help them be aware? Open up their awareness. I'm worried about them. Um, that's also a, a tool that you can use as well. Um so, Melissa, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today, not just because I love being around you and love your infectious, beautiful spirit, but also I am just so grateful that you have gone through so much and you have kept your light shining throughout. Even, I'm sure, times you couldn't feel it, it was always there. Your divine light is, is, is shining brightly and, and will continue to. Um, friends, trauma in our lives, it's inevitable. Uh, we will encounter the unthinkable at some point because it's part of our human experience. Our soul grows through all lessons, and sometimes the lessons are difficult. I am inspired by Melissa's story and her work because it proves that we can shine our light in the darkest of times, even if it takes us a while to heal. And we have the time. We have time to heal. You have time to heal. I would like to connect with you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, The Angel Counselor, Facebook, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator, or on my website, rachelcorpus.com. Next week is my last show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So if you're wanting, wanting to know how you can hear me after that, um, go to my website, like me on Facebook. And also, if you go to my website, I've got a bunch of appearances coming up. So if you could check that out. Remember, my loves, this moment and every moment you are divine. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to You Are Divine. Be sure to join your host, Rachel Corpus, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of our program. Until then, remember, you are a divine being and it only gets better from here.